Hi, and welcome to All Things Cozy with Matt and Jillian. We are a bi-weekly podcast about everything that is warm, soft, and comforting. Before you know it, the holidays will be here. So we're getting a head start on today's episode on Christmas shopping, mm-hmm. Hanukkah shopping, any kind of holiday shopping you have to do, Festivus. You got to get in early. So we're going to share our cozy gift ideas with you. Very exciting. It's like our Oprah's favorite thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like way less expensive. Yeah. And yes. more, I think cozier. Definitely cozier, but much more affordable. <laughs> yeah, it's not like, I think, not like Goop's list of holiday gifts, I think. They're like up in the thousand range. No goop here. No goop. No goopiness. Totally dry and warm, <laughs> cozy gift ideas. Not They're not goopy at all. And in the spirit of Oprah gift giveaways, each of us have five items that we're listing. And each of us is going to give away one of those items to a listener. A lucky listener. So stay tuned to find out which of those items it will be and how you can be the recipient of one of these giveaways. We're really excited about today's episode. It's going to be fun. Very cozy. Yeah, it's our first time together just... Yeah. Just, just back in the apartment together. Yeah, like old times. Everything's working technically. Every It only works when it's just the two of us. And then when there's a guest, it decides to inconvenience that third person who we're trying to make as comfortable an experience as possible. I think so, there is a all things cozy ghost. I think so too. And they don't like guests They're or visitors. jealous. <laughs> but speaking of gifts and the spirit of giving, we have a Patreon. Mm-hmm. You can visit our Patreon at patreon.com slash all things cozy and if you're not familiar what a patreon is we do this podcast for free all the episodes are available for free but it allows you to support the podcast by determining any monthly donation amount that you choose one dollar could be one dollar could be two dollars could be ten dollars i'm not going to put a limit on what you could donate per month anything counts and is totally appreciated even though we do this for free there are a lot of costs associated with the show candles technology that we have to keep getting updated. Just bought a whole bunch of new wires for the mics that kept going out. Was very relieved that our issue was the wires and not the actual microphones. Yeah, that would have yeah. not been good. Being bankrupt is not very cozy. We'd be sharing a <laughs> mic. Um, but yeah, um, everyone's been so supportive with the, the Patreon. And we've, yes. we've sent out a bunch of swag, uh, cozy magnets with our logo on it, cozy stickers with their logo on it. And Norma, Norma G, one of our um, subscribers... I guess is that the right word or patrons patrons yeah um she messaged us the other day and said how she had her magnet up at at work and so it's a nice little cozy reminder for her when she's at work and um i would love to see how everyone else is using their magnets and stickers and hear about it uh, it's on your laptop mine's on my stickers is on my laptop so yeah just keep those messages coming we love to hear it yeah, send us a picture. Join the Facebook group. Send us a picture of where you put your All Things Cozy sticker or magnet. Yeah. And you can get your own sticker or magnet by becoming a patron. Again, at patreon.com slash allthingscozy. And ship from Cozy HQ. <laughs> that's right. And a personal handwritten note from us. Yes. All right. That's enough about Patreon. Let's dive right in to what's making us feel cozy this week. Jillian. Kick it off. What's making sure. you feel cozy this week? Um, well, I recently got a membership to this new uh, meditation center called Cultivate Meditation and Wellness in Atwater Village. If you're not familiar, it's a neighborhood in Los Angeles. And it just opened. Um, I believe it's run by pe- uh, a couple, but I'm, don't quote me on, on that. <laughs> and um, I don't want to make We're assumptions. We're not sure if they're dating. I want to make assumptions about their relationship, but um, they're very sweet people. They're always they're either running the classes or they're there manning the desk, and it's just a gorgeous space. The walls are covered a desert pink, and when you walk in, it's this small room with these. Um, they're not beds per se, but they're these really comfortable cots and um, pillows. And there's a little blanket for you, and you go in, you lie down, and on the ceiling there's these cutout windows, so a little filter of light pours in. So it's just a very tranquil and calming space. And I'm not sure how I feel about meditation, to be quite honest. I don't know if it's like a placebo effect where I think that it's helping, but it's really not. But what I like about it is you have to give your phone or turn in your phone when you first go. And I'm just always so connected to my phone. And I like, I need, I need someone to police me and tell me I can't touch it. Yeah. Otherwise, if I know that's in the cubby or if I know it's like in my pocket, I will 
somehow managed to get to it. (laughs) (laughs) So that's nice. And just to lie there and go through some meditations, they also do nidra yoga. They do sound baths. And it's just nice trying all these different classes. On Wednesday, I'm going to an emotional awareness class. So we'll see how that goes. I wonder what emotions you're going to become aware of. Well, it's kind of wild when you're going, you do feel a lot of emotions when they're playing, um, you know, music. And then in meditation, they tell you stories to guide because it's guided meditation. So one of the the teachers said, imagine you're in a nest of stars. And that was just such a lovely way to describe it. Yeah, what a great image. Yeah, a nest of stars. So when you're hearing this music and hearing all these beautiful images, it does give you some emotions. But I do always feel calm going, going through it. And just doing something nice for yourself that yeah. is cozy. So I want a long yarn about it. But um, if you have a meditation center near you, I, I think they do. There's there's a cheaper ways to go about it, too. I think they do. Um, don't eat. How meditation. often do you go? We were going every week. Okay. We were doing it together. And I did one by myself where it's, is it the chakra? It's where they actually, she puts her hands on, on, on you and... Um, how was it called? It's something where your your auras or whatever, and mm-hmm. she's aligning do, your chakras, or doing something like that. And I really did feel calm, but once again, it could be a placebo effect. Well, I, I mean, if you're leaving calmer, then it's working. Whatever it is, that's true. So it's just the space is so gorgeous. Um, just where you can go in a quiet room, thinking about being in a nest of stars on a comfy pillow. How does it work? Is it a monthly payment? Is it like a gym membership, and you pick your classes, or is it per? experience well they're doing this this uh offer because it's a new place for 35 dollars. i believe you got um i think like 10 classes or something like that or um oh that's a good deal yeah and now um i i it's it's definitely higher once you exceed exceed Mm -hmm. that that new deal but i think it's affordable if you if you break it down in the sense where you know okay i'd be paying 15 dollars per class because in la yoga classes will around that 20 bucks you know per class or, mm-hmm. um so they had they offer different options on their site you can do a full a monthly membership or you can do it like a 10 class package but i, I recommend it it's, it's it's really nice it sounds lovely yeah and i totally hear you on a key part of the coziness being having your phone be separated from you mm-hmm. i feel like most of the things i do now for myself to feel cozy in some way shape or form is forced removal of the phone yeah. in some way. Whether that's a movie, that's why I love going to the movies. Other people don't seem to have the same impulse as I do around like not looking at the phone during a movie, but it's not just that you can hear somebody talking or texting. It's the light that's blinding you. It's just inappropriate. It's inappropriate. Don't do it. Yeah. At least for me, it's a place where I'm not looking at my phone. And I also like a lot of now card games like Magic the Gathering where you have to play and just focus on that, and the phones are put away. It's, it's an a totally analog game. There's no screen involved. I love when one can feel cozy without any use of a screen or just being away from the phone. I think it's time well spent. It's, yeah. a, it's good for the soul. Yeah, definitely. So that's been good for me. Well, what's making me feel cozy this week is actually something that happened a couple of weeks ago, but we had our Halloween episode. Mm-hmm. This is cozy. It's not spooky. <laughs> um, and I'm really excited about it So and to share my experience. So... My husband and I went to Portland to visit family, and we also realized from watching Little People Big World that the Roloff farm, so the family in that TLC reality show, they own a farm, and we realized it's outside Portland. Mm. And, and I, already, I kind of already knew it was in Oregon, but I always imagined that it was in a far rural away. area that was far away. Yeah, that's I, what I You'd really have to make it a point to go there. When we booked this trip and realized, wait a minute, they're actually really just right outside Portland. How far? It's actually 30 minutes from um, Brett's cousin's house. That's not bad at all. Not bad at all. No, it was really, really easy to get to. So we went. So the farm is only open four weekends a year, just all the weekends in October, and that's it. <laughs> and then it's public get out. Wow. Only roll-offs from that, from that point forward. I think the one thing that shocked me the most was that the roll-offs are everywhere, that place is crawling with roll-offs. <laughs> They're all over the place. Like you, 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 wanna, you go in thinking, like, I'm not going to really see anyone from the show yeah. around the farm. No, you will see everyone from the show on the farm. Just to describe the layout of the farm, you come in through an entrance area. You can kind of pick, like, your package. If you want to do the Adventure Zone, which is really for kids, mm-hmm. or the farm tour, which is for everyone, and it's the best thing you can do there, in my opinion, which is you get a full, like, wagon tour of 
Broloff Farm, and they take you to every site from the show. We did the whole thing. I, I splurged. I was like, give me the whole Yeah, why VIP not? You're package. there. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to go back, really. <laughs> so it's like... <laughs> Yearly really trip. Let's do it right now. And you can pick pumpkins and stuff. And so they have the, the pumpkin picking area. They have the kid adventure zone, including a spooky trail. Oh. And the infamous, you know, pirate ship you can visit that, that Matt Roloff built. And... The new plane that he built for Jackson. Oh, that's cute. Um, and there's also like a little area for food and tents, but that's all cool and everything. The real highlight for me was the tour. So they put you into kind of like a hayride tour, mm-hmm. basically, with like two wagons, and they take you around and you see the you see Amy's house, you see Matt's house. They're divorced now, so like they each have their own house on the property. Do they currently live there? They currently live there. Okay. I didn't realize how many barns that they have until you're really there. And they have, I, I believe, three full barns. Wow. Like one's very old, and I think one of them's newer. I didn't really appreciate how massive their property was until I was there. Like, Matt's been buying up all the neighboring property around his farm since they moved in, and it just goes on and on and on. Well, it must have been thrilling because you only see snippets of it on yeah. TV. And now, and now I just are. love I love getting a sense of place. Mm-hmm. And now when I'm watching the show, I really know where they are in, in geography. But yeah, let's talk about the roll-offs. That's what we really want to hear about. Yeah. So I saw Zach roll off. He was giving a private tour in, in a golf cart. He was everywhere. We waved. He was very sweet. Oh, that's really sweet that he waved. I saw Matt roll off going around his little buggy. Did he seem happy? In. He seemed fine. I feel like I glared at him. We like we locked eyes. I wonder the expression on his face was sort of like one of puzzlement. And I wonder <laughs> if I looked stern or mean. Well, you know, we don't want to go too into yeah. Matt and I's obsession with the roll-offs, but there's some bad blood. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of Matt from what he did to Amy. Well, never, and I'll leave for, it at that. Never forget. Never. No. But whatever. He's doing fine. He's yeah. tooling around the farm. And I saw... The other twin. Oh, it was um, Jeremy. Jeremy, thank you. I saw Jeremy. He was also riding around. They're all riding around in vehicles. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like Mario Kart, but with roll-offs. They're all over the place in little carts. And um, the cream of the crop, the big kahuna herself, the person who I really wanted to meet the most was thankfully there, Amy Roloff in the flesh. And I really had given up on seeing her mm-hmm. because... She's going through a lot. Her her mom just passed away. Yeah, Running a pumpkin season has kind of been passed over to not even Karen's doing it anymore, which is who is Matt's current fiance. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I feel like they're kind of getting further and further separated from pumpkin season and running the farm during October. So I was kind of not expecting her to be there based on her personal things that she's going through and the, the family dynamic. Yeah. We were just about to leave. We're like walking out of the gift shop area and there's amy she's sitting in the haystacks doing photo ops there she is and there was no line so we just walked up and took a photo i'm surprised there was no line there was no wait that's amazing yeah you know she loved my husband she and my husband brett they were thick as thieves she really only talked to him <laughs> i'm sitting over there like chop liver well you know that's your in yeah so. exactly at least she liked one of us she goes she, she said to my husband so where are y'all from? Well, she actually, she dressed all of us. Where are y'all from? And then, because I guess we immediately looked like we're not from Oregon. I don't know. Brett goes, oh, we're from Los Angeles. And she says, oh, I figured. It's kind Be- of a burn. And then she waves, it kind of was, she waves her hand because of all of this. <laughs> I guess the way we dressed was very, I don't think we were dressed that. Yeah. You, the picture looks. Angelino-y. We but, were wearing, what, a, a one-breaker or something? Yeah. It wasn't like anything yeah. crazy. Anyway, she was so sweet. She's. She really knows how to... She's a smooth operator. Yeah. She knows how to work a crowd. She has her bread's buttered. Out. Oh, yeah, exactly. I, I love Amy. She she was as sweet and like friendly and talkative mm-hmm. in person as she is in the show. And n- n- completely expectations met and exceeded yeah. my trip to Roloff Farm. Highly recommend if you are in the area, like in October, just do it. At the very least, like the tour of the farm is fascinating, especially if you at all watch the show. It's, it's, a, it's a nice... Oh, uh, it sounds amazing. Nice trip. Yeah, I, I mean, I was thrilled for you. I, I was, I was thrilled when you got married. But if so, I'll be honest with you, I was even more excited for you when you went to roll. <laughs> I knew it was a dream come true, and when you got to see Amy and get the photos, yeah. and thank you for the magnet. It's just like a, it's just a, your, 
your golden hour. Just yeah, it's kind. Of, it's a bigger thing than our wedding. I'm gonna get. <laughs> I'm gonna put the pictures of us and Amy in our <laughs> wedding frames now. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it's so crazy when you watch something on TV and you're there in, in person, mm-hmm. especially for a show that's been on for so long. It's been on for. Yeah, I've been watching it since high school. So yeah, so yeah. it's a big moment. It's like me going it's been like at least a decade to a Real Housewives filming location or something. Um. Yeah. Sounds very cozy. Well, you know what's also cozy? Gifts. Gifts. The spirit of giving. Who doesn't feel cozier when they give a gift? But you know what? Shopping can be hard. We've all been there. We're looking for items for oftentimes family or acquaintances who we don't know that well. And so it's easy to be at a loss for what to get them. Or I hate white elephants because yeah. I don't, from you're getting stuff for your coworkers mm-hmm. and then you don't want to spend too much money. But Jillian and I have you covered. We have a list of 10 items, five each, that we think are going to be cozy hits. Yeah. No matter who you are. And they're affordable. And they're affordable, most of them. <laughs> I have a couple high ticket items, but I, oh, I, can yeah. ju- I can justify them. Jillian, kick it off. What is your first gift recommendation? Well, I love a good mug. I can I never get tired of collecting mugs, whether you're on a trip or I get them as a gift. And what's cozier than having a lovely, cute mug to put your tea or coffee in? So um, my first gift is a cat mug from Meowingtons. <laughs> it's $14. They have a bunch of different mugs um, for for sale, but the one I like, it's pretty funny. (laughs) Oh, Um, I'm looking at it right now, and I'm like, we can't say this on the show. (laughs) Well, it's a okay. It's a there's a cat in a litter box, and they're clearly you know they just went to the bathroom. Yes, and they're you know in in there, and it says, was it um, keeping or trying to keep trying to get my blank together, blank together, and that was really cute. But what's special about Meowingtons, if you don't want um, a mug with a curse on it, there's plenty of other options <laughs> or, or available. Or a mug that's reminding you of your cat's dirty business. <laughs> um, Meowingtons is based in Florida, and they actually donate some of their proceeds um, to cat shelters, and they help foster cats. So I like gifts that are also charity-based charity yeah. and give back. And I love the name Meowingtons. They have so Adorable. many cute things for sale. Yeah, I'm looking at another toys. one right now. I like this one. There's probably cat hair in here. <laughs> Which is true. Honestly, yeah. there's so many mornings where I'm just pulling cat hair in my mouth. <laughs> so I, I love mugs. I don't think you can ever have enough. So that's an option for you if your your friend likes mugs. You can put can- some candy in the mugs. It's always a popular idea. Meowingtons. Just search Meowingtons. I've never not been excited when I've gotten a mug from as a gift. Yeah, they're cute. It doesn't even ca- I don't even care if it's an ugly mug. For whatever reason, I'm just like grateful to have it. Yeah, and if they have <laughs> cute animals on it, there you go. Yeah, all the better. And we'll put links to everything Yes. later. My first gift is a hybrid. It's a diary and it's a book. And I might have mentioned it earlier on the show, but it's called Me, You, A Diary. And it's by Dawn French. In my opinion, the coziest thing I've, I can ever receive is a book. Last year at work, we had a Secret Santa and I just put books on my wish list and yes it's a little unfair when you kind of like make your own wish list and you get the they were all cozy mysteries that i got it made me so happy because oftentimes like especially if you read a lot like books add up and it's like i don't i can't justify like buying like four books all the time and whenever i can get like a book as a gift it means a lot also if you can match a, a book to the person's taste I, I don't know. It really is like a nice gift. Yeah, and uh, they'll it, have it forever. It can show how thoughtful you are based on how much you know that person. This this p- particular book, I think, works for anybody. And so if you're not familiar with Dawn French, she's a British comedian. She played the fat lady in Harry Potter. She is, but more famously, in my opinion, is her work with Jennifer Saunders as French and Saunders, a, a very funny duo. Me, You, A Diary is structured like Every month is a chapter that she writes about her feelings about that month or where she would be in that year and little funny anecdotes Mm -hmm. and lists and things kind of like interspersed throughout it. But most of the book is little sections for you to write your diary. And what I really like about the diary component of it is that they're short. Like it really isn't like here's a whole page to write your day. 
it is like, here's four lines to write about your day. And I found that to be so much less intimidating and it made me stick with it for a lot longer. I'm not going to lie. Like I did fall off. I have never been able to maintain a diary. Well, it's really hard to do yeah. that. But, but this is like, this is like one of them that I stayed the longest with because it was so not intimidating to like, it, it's so easy to fill up four lines. Well, I think that's what diaries should be. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to tell people how to diary, but I think um, a more cathartic way to diary is just, to give impressions mm-hmm. of the day and like um, uh, four immediate thoughts that come to you when rehashing your, your day. Yeah, no, um, exactly. And so when I was actively diarying with this book, I felt great. I felt like I had my life together. Then I just got so busy that I, I didn't keep up with the, the diary entries. You know, if you're looking to start one, I really do recommend this as a beginning because it's, it's also a book you get to read as you diary. And it's kind of these little short chunks that I think if you've always struggled with it, you might be able to get through it with this version. And if, if you know anyone in your life who does like to reflect and, and process their day in writing, this is a very uh, cute gift. I, I like that, especially since it it's a hodgepodge of different mm-hmm. things going on in that book, like the way you describe list, um, vignettes, right. which is, is, is fun. It's just getting into someone's mind, and yeah. that's always pretty cozy. So. And right now that's on sale on Amazon for $12. Well, so that's a good, that's a steal. It's, it is a steal. That's a steal. Um, so my second gift is Redwood and Co.'s Rain Candle for nineteen ninety five. So I came across this candle from this account I follow, um, things I bought and liked on, on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> and some of the things, well, a lot of her stuff is from, you know, Amazon. And so I, I do like when she shouts out independent companies and she's turned me on to a lot of independent real re, um, realtors, um, real, retailers, sorry. And uh, this is one of them, Redwood & Co.'s Rain Candle. I like the idea of a rain-scented candle because obviously here in Los yeah, Angeles, we're not getting it. And this candle in particular had rave reviews. What I like about this company in, in particular is that if you look on their website, there's certain labels and if you see a not in our house label, the company started the not in our house label to put on their candles and each month they rotate that the label represents a different cause. And in September it was to um, fight against gun violence. So that's kind of special too. So it's another charity based gift you can do, but not every candle has the label mm-hmm. in it. So keep an eye out for what uh, the next month will be. If you want to buy a candle to uh, support a certain uh, cause, keep your eyes out for that. But they have a lot of lovely different scented candles. And I think a rain candle can't go wrong. And for $20 and from independent retailers, it's really not that, not that bad. It's a reasonably priced candle. It's a reasonably priced candle. We should get it to review it. Yeah, we should. So that's my, my next, next gift. Can't go wrong with a candle. Yeah, candles can be tricky because depending on the scent, it might not connect with people. But for me, you have, to, you have to know who you're, obviously you have to know who your audience is. I love any candle because of this show. <laughs> so it's like, give me any candle. I can use it. On, I can use, I can review it. I can use it. Yeah. Even if it's not in my personal taste. But candles can be tricky where it's like, is this going to be a candle that this particular person will enjoy based on what they like to smell? But I think rain is a sure thing. Yeah. That just popped out to yeah. me as a, as a cozy hit. And like I said, the reason why it, this candle company I, it stood out to me was because they do donate some of their proceeds to a different cause each month, which is mm-hmm. pretty cool. So there you go. Yeah. If, if a person doesn't like a rain scented candle, don't get them a gift. Just stop being friends with them. I think that's the easiest way to do, do that. My second gift item, number three total right now is the sunbeam heated throw blanket. That sounds lovely. Last year, my husband was incredibly sick. And he was, it was the winter time. I think it was January. we just gotten back from being home for the holidays. He's laying here and realizing how cold, even in LA, like it can get. Your, this, your living room does get very cold. Yeah, it really retains that chill. <laughs> <laughs> it's because it's haunted. Anyway, so he just went ahead and was like, I can't take it anymore. I'm going to get a heated blanket. It's changed our lives in the winter. The, the only thing I would recommend is get a larger heated blanket to share because (laughs) while it's fine if it's just you when it's the two both of us in the couch and we're both like on each side of it not shareable yeah and we're like fighting over it we'll just like gradually (laughs) get onto one side the other person will try to pull it back so 
Just make sure that the heated throw blanket is big enough for the both of you. (laughs) Or if you have a large family, just get like, I don't know, get a circus tent size heated blanket. But it's so worth it. It's just such a nice, comfy thing. And it creates that cozy zone on the couch where you don't want to leave because it's so warm and outside is so cold. That sounds lovely. Even just hearing about it, I want one for myself. Um, So how does it... How does it work? It has three settings, low, medium, and high. It's plugged in. Okay. And it, it has a, a self-turn-off, too. So you, if you accidentally leave it plugged mm-hmm. in, it'll, it'll turn itself off That's after why I ask like 20 minutes or something. I'm definitely a walking fire hazard, or I, God knows. So that's, that's <laughs> good to know it has a it turns off. Yeah, so I, I recommend that. That, one's work, that was the one that we have. It's been working fine for us. It is a little expensive. It's like $47. I wasn't even really able to find, like, I don't even know how cheap I want to get with a heated blanket. <laughs> no, no, no. Seems like a fire risk. No, you want to spend the $47. Yeah. That's a little, I mean, I would spend more if it were bigger, honestly, and then it'll be with you for life. Yeah, because you're going to get so many, you know, so much time out of it. Yeah. So I think it's worth the 47 in my opinion. I, def- I will be looking into that. It's funny, even researching cozy gift ideas when I was kind of going into stuff, the perspective that most people take when they do listicles for cozy gifts is, for that friend who's always cold, as if cozy only means wor- warmth. Yeah. And that's incredibly, you know, narrow-minded. Narrow, yeah. That being said, if you have a cold friend who's always cold... It's... There you go. Get them a, a heated blanket, and then they can stop their complaining, too. Well, on a side <laughs> note, I saw a tweet about someone whose job is to write those lists, like yeah. XY lists, lists for the person XY or whatever. And she said that she can never look at these lists again because they're all SEO based and they're not legitimately, you know, curated and reviewed or some of them aren't They're The, the items that are on these lists are optimized for SEO. So they're, oh. they're picked based on that. Mm-hmm. So I, I never, I, I thought about it like that, but like, Oh yeah, probably that's how a lot of lists are curated and yeah. how can you really trust these lists? But you can trust our you list. You can trust us. <laughs> No SEO optimization here. No, nothing about our podcast is optimized. <laughs> um, so my next one maybe seem, might seem a little childish, but if you have a kid in your life or you want to have a nice throwback, I was compiling these this list. I was thinking about gifts that I really loved as a child, and I was obsessed with um, Glow in the Dark Stars. I had to have it. I always wanted one, but I just never never went through with it. Well, I, I had to have it. Not I, one, but, you know, a set. Yeah, a set. And mine was the typical thing you would see back in the day, you know, those cutout stars. The the quintessential, what does a star look like? Was a kid going to draw a star yeah. kind of thing? And the moon and the, you know, all the planets and what have you. But I found this really neat glow-in-the-dark star set on Etsy. And it's for 1670. It's hand, all handmade. And they're supposed to be realistic. So when... I, there really wasn't a lot of stars. Oh, that's really pretty. It's really pretty. There wasn't a lot of stars on Long Island, obviously. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really have a concept of how real stars looked. <laughs> I didn't think they were those, you know, the the, the kid stars. I knew that, obviously. This is, this is really pretty, but it does look like, you know, unlike Dateline, when they go into like a hotel room with a black light and you can see all of the the human excretions yeah. all over the place well now you just ruined this cozy <laughs> gift i think it's it looks beautiful like so it, it's it they're they're little dots so it's look at how real stars look if you're in the middle of the desert that's what this looks like yeah and the other thing i mentioned looks like that too well i think it's beautiful and lovely <laughs> if you're an adult who wants a throwback or you just want something special and creative and unique or nice i think it could be a good stocking stuffer or if you have a kid and you don't want it those ugly, chunky stars. Because now when I look back on it, my ceiling, those chunky stars on the moon and the Saturn. I don't know. The- I kind of, I feel a connection to that, partially because I never had it. But I kind of like the cute, just childish idea of it. Yeah. Um, I think this, when this I This is look- more adult. This is more for like, I think especially for like a, a college student to like, Make it their dorm room really well, cozy. Well, it looks magical, and, yeah. and, and and that's what kind of attracted to me to do it. It looks like a magical nighttime scene, mm-hmm. and especially when you live in a city where you can't see. I mean, every time I'm in a place where the the sky is completely black and splattered with stars, I just it's it's breathtaking. So, 
it's nice to be able to recreate that in some way. And I guess this was based off someone in New Zealand. They were making these murals for homes. And so it's, it has a nice little artistic flair to it. And they're, yeah. hand, and they're handmade. So I think that's neat. Yeah. It, it, is, it is very pretty. If you live in a place like us where there's no night sky, it could be a, a yeah. suitable replacement. I haven't thought about glow in dark stars for a long time. Mm-hmm. So I was look, researching this list. I was like, yeah. I'm going through a major glow-in-the-dark kick. I keep buying little pieces of toys that are glow-in-the-dark. Like, I went through, like, a horrible little Funko collecting phase a few months ago where I stopped myself after, like, getting five more, and I'm like, I can't keep doing this. But they were all glow-in-the-dark because I just wanted glow-in-the-dark stuff. They're fun. I can't explain why they're fun. They're just... Glow-in-the-dark is just fun. Agreed. So... Well, actually, my next pick is very much in the same vein, which is kind of a childish, cute thing. But, you know, when you're getting gifts, sometimes you just want to get something a little fun and and cheap and simple uh, just to show that you care. This definitely fits into that category. So you've probably seen these around in different iterations or different things. Like, But those Japanese mystery box toys, like, you know, they're usually just like a couple inches high. Like the box is really tiny and, and, and the item itself is usually pretty small. Actually, if you remember our post from when we interviewed TC Lotempio, mm-hmm. I had those little plastic cats all around. That's what I'm talking about for this next pick. So it's the Kitten Club Putito Exotic Short Hair Cat Cup Toy. <laughs> that sounds so It's a cute. blind box. You don't know which cat you're going to get. I think there's um, eight total variations. We're still trying to find a, a couple of the missing ones. Well, maybe when I go to Japan, you think I'd be able to find them? You don't even have to go to Japan. You can buy them on Amazon for six bucks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you can also go, like, they're always at, like, we go to, if you go to Little, Little Tokyo in mm-hmm. LA or anywhere that you live that has, like, a Japanese toy store, you can find these. Or you can find different things like it. I like the, the Kitten Club Putito Exotic Short Hair. Uh, but Petito? <laughs> Blind That's box cute. because the cats look realistic. But if you want a more stylized version, they have that too. If you like dogs, you can find the blind box for dogs. And I, I, I think they're, these are meant to be like go in the little uh, rim of cups. But I just kind of like set them everywhere around the apartment in random places. And people are like, oh, it's a little cat there. And yeah, they're, they're really cute, tiny little decorations. Great for offices. But also if you like cup charms, they, they work as that too. And and yeah, so it's a it's a cute little stocking stuffer. That'd be an adorable fun. stocking stuffer. Yeah. Because it's hard to switch it up with the stocking stuffers and find unique things to put in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I would love to have a little p- petito. Yeah, <laughs> even just the fun of any of these blind boxes, which you don't know which one's going to Oh, I get. love mystery boxes. It, it makes it a little game, too. So especially for children, you know, this is a good item for that because it adds an, another element of, like, which one will I get? Yeah, it could work for adults and kids. Mm-hmm. I'll keep my eye out for those. So my next gift is something that's a little bit indulgent. Um, I, I, will, I think anyone can use it. Depends on what you're into, though. And the, it is a Willow Hill Company sugar scrub. And it is specifically the Willow Winter Whipped Sugar Scrub. And it retails for $20. That's for their 10-ounce. So they do have smaller sizes, but they're sold out at the moment. I believe they're going to get restocked soon because they're doing their big holiday sales that are coming up. And it's a husband and wife team. They're based out of Asheville, North Carolina. And if you look at the photo, once we put the links up uh, later, the photo of this scrub looks so s- smooth and creamy and decadent, and just um, I, I love a oh, good. Oh yeah, it sc- looks nice. I love a good scrub, but it's hard to find one that isn't so expensive. You'll be surprised how a, a good scrub that doesn't use all these chemicals costs. And so, for I think for twenty dollars for a ten ounce is a pretty good steal. And it just, it gets great reviews for the scent. And I, I mean, I love a good uh, husband and wife team operation. Can Can't I ask you wrong. a stupid question? Sure. As a man who has never bought a scrub, how does the scrub work? Is this like a bath situation? Is it like, is it just like a body wash? Yeah, it's a it's like a body exfoliator. Okay. Uh, I've had one before. It's from a popular brand. And it's, it's really, really, really popular. And it's a honey honey scrub mm-hmm. and so it's mostly honey base and little i guess the scrubbing exfoliator thing in there but it was too sticky and mm. i didn't like that so i like the idea of a whipped a whipped ex- exfoliator so it smells really nice and it's just like it's like a body polish if yeah the older sense. i get the more i really do like toiletry gifts yeah because again kind of like 
candle sometimes or even books that you don't buy yourself that are real treats. Definitely for me, like any kind of body wash or like scented like scrub or for me, I really love scented lotions. Mm -hmm. And whenever I go home for the holidays and I'm at my mom's place and she always gets like the, the bath and body works, like those little gift, um, toiletries, toiletries and lotions that are like holiday scented. And you know, when I'm back home in Chicago, my skin is always dry. And so I immediately feel cozy putting on like a, a nice vanilla lotion or cinnamon and I feel I get in the holiday spirit and now my skin's not dry. Yeah. They, <laughs> they have a bunch of, uh, winter themed scents. So this is just a, really luxurious, um, nice scrub that is uses all natural products. And I believe the, the woman's mother had a, started a soap company and they just kind of took it on and made it their own. They're going on tour. Mm-hmm. So they stopped at smaller cities, like um, cities in Oklahoma. I think they were in Nashville. And so they're going across the country right now. So at, at different various craft fairs, which I think is cute. They have the whole family in the van. And <laughs> if, if you look at these scrubs, they just... I just want to smash my hand in it. <laughs> like it just—it <laughs> looks so the highest creamy and soft. Scrub. And, well, I, wish I, I, I just want to smash my hand in it. Well, whenever I see cake, I just want to smash it because it looks so. Do you ever get that? You're so destru- that, destructive. That no, but when it looks so perfect and creamy, you just want to. I, I I don't know that, that it's me. It's just me. But I like I want to smash a cake and just smash my hand right into it. So my fourth. Now, this is our eighth gift idea is another journal. So bear with me, but this is a bit different. This is more for work. It's, like a, it's a planner and it's a passion planner. You may have heard of this company and they're charitable in the same way that some of the items that you listed are, which is for every planner that you buy, one is gifted to a school. Mm. And I can verify that they do that because at the high school I work at, we got one year, all of our students' passion planners, oh, wow. they just donated them all for that's, every single that's student. That's wonderful. It's amazing. Your money is actually being used charitably. Like they do give out free planners to high school students. What I love about passion planners, okay, so the idea behind it is like similar to the Me, You, A Diary. It organizes things around like your passion. So you have like a daily goal. You have like check-ins and reflections at the end of each month. But to be honest, even if this were a passionless planner, I would buy this planner because it is the neatest organization of breakdown by day, month. Now I'm addicted to it because first you have your monthly layout. I just like plotting out all my events for the month. Mm -hmm. And then it goes weekly and each day is broken out by 30 minute increments. Oh, So you can like put in your events by time and you can see it all laid out for the entire week, like within chunks of time. And it's perfect for organizing meetings And just like for me as a teacher where I'm bouncing between different periods and trying to work with different people on campus, it's like perfect for remembering, okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm in here teaching this class. Then I have a meeting this period. This is when lunch will be. This is when the club meeting is. So if you have those kind of like different events trying to balancing really busy schedule, it makes it really easy because of that like time breakdown. Mm -hmm. I really didn't want those things where I think a lot of planners, they have like just like a blank box for each day. Yeah, And And I need more structure than that. (laughs) Well, I think being organized does give you a cozy feeling. Oh yeah, absolutely. When you're disorganized, it creates stress. <laughs> yeah, my coziest feeling of the day at work is every morning I spend about 15 minutes just updating my planner, looking through my day, making any notes, my to-do list. And the this planner has all of that supported in there. I use their academic planner because it's already dated. And so actually those right now in the shop, because we're kind of halfway through the academic year already, those are on sale for mm. $20 now. Usually they're 30 Um, I think I need this and even, but if you even, you can get blank ones. So even if you start late, it doesn't matter when you start. The only trouble there is you have to put in your own, like the days of the calendar and what day it is. I like having it already written in, but if you don't mind doing that yourself, your planner can last all year, no matter when you start. It doesn't have to be time specific. I think like you mentioned, it's nice to have those 30 minute increments because it's easy to get lost in mm-hmm. just the span of a day yeah and seeing your day laid out and i think it makes your day more manageable oh yeah and you can get it in different sizes i think they have like three different planner sizes like depending on how you how big you want the text or how you want to be able to carry it i think i do the smallest which is like the size of um like a moleskin journal 
Well, is me- it Moleskine? I don't know. I, you know I what I'm honestly saying. don't. <laughs> <laughs> Moleskine, Moleskine. All so, right, Jillian, what's next for you? This is my last one. I think I'm at number five. So ending mine with a book. It's actually on my Christmas list this year. It's called Life is Meals, a Food Lover's Book of Days. And it's by my favorite author of all time, James Salter, and along with his wife, Kay Salter. I had no idea that he had teamed up to do a cookbook of sorts. It's not exactly a cookbook. It does have recipes, but it's more musings on, you know, throwing dinner parties or just reflections on on, on meals and unique things about food. Because he has a lot of stories mm-hmm. see has obviously was surrounded by lots of characters other writers other famous writers a famous food critics i believe and so he had amazing dinner parties i'm sure and just there's each day it's a reflection on food and perhaps you get a recipe or, or, or whatnot um so that is 22.50 for paperback on amazon and then for hardcover it's a little bit more pricey 42 dollars. and the title i didn't mention it's a playoff, one of the lines in his novels, Light Years. And the famous line is, life is weather, life is meals. So that's an, a fun little play on that. It's mentioning a champagne dinner on New Year's Eve. That sounds fascinating. So there's various um, engaging topics. One that I didn't list in my notes, but uh, the last meal on the Titanic. Oh. So a reflection on that. So there's so many different interesting things, a champagne dinner on New Year's Eve. And there's another... Uh, Oh, yes, the 12th night cake in January. I never even know there's a thing called the 12th night cake. So if you want some interesting history on food and and meals and dinner parties, look into it. So I think cookbooks are such a cozy gift. Especially when from a a writer's perspective who is kind of rolling with all these different And yeah, it's not about being perfect. It's about here's a good story. Here's something interesting to try. Yeah. Not necessarily like... This is the gourmet version of this dish. Yeah, so I'm really excited about that. I can't wait to get my hands on that book. I love also that it's each day of the year. Mm-hmm. And that's fun, too. Sounds like someone wants one of the gifts on their list. Yes. I guess we all want the gifts on our list. We put them on there, so. Well, I was trying to Family distance that is myself. <laughs> I was trying to dis- not, not put myself in it, but it's kind of hard. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Like, this is coming from stuff that we'd also like to get ourselves and that is genuinely, or have gotten. Yeah, and that's genuinely cozy, I yeah. believe. So that's mine. The final gift on our list, and my fi- my fifth of the five that I have to share, is an ultrasonic aroma diffuser. And so diffusers are also another common gift suggestion for coziness. And I have a specific one I'm recommending. I recommend the diffuser from Muji, which is a Japanese store. Right. They have them in L.A., in New York, um, in Chicago, I think, possibly. Um, they might be elsewhere. I I didn't really check on where Muji's are, but you can buy it online too. It is pricier than the cheap diffusers you can get on Amazon. And I have a reason though for recommending this specific one. So it has three different light settings, like low, medium, high. You can dim the lighting or have it off Mm -hmm. entirely. The um, timer on the diffuser, you can set it up to like, I think a two hour Hmm. um, diffuse. It might be the maximum amount of water it's holding. I, I, I got the smaller one that is $70. And you might be listening and thinking, $70 for a small diffuser, I can go on Amazon and get the same thing for 20 bucks. But you can't. And here's why. I've used the cheap Amazon ones, and I have colleagues use it at our school. It is not the same. Like, this little diffuser from Muji can fill up an entire classroom. Oh, wow. No problem at all. Those other diffusers that get your, you can get for cheap online... They barely like make the area directly around them smell. They're just not as effective. I recommend, I think it's worth it personally for it's never broken. I've used it now for four years, like no issues. That's a, um, yeah. That's it's impressive. It's, it's a, for a little diffuser. good product, works really effectively. You might feel a little bit of pain to begin with, but in terms of the price tag, but it does pay off eventually. I also recommend using their oils because. That's another thing that I've sort of cheaped out on before. I've gotten those really cheap aroma scents online, the, mm-hmm. the, the essential oils from like Amazon. Like, oh, that, that pack of 20 just for eight bucks, I'll get that. And the scents are always just so like hit you over the head, like obvious, mm-hmm. or there's no subtlety. 
And they also like are, they leave a residue those oils like and I have to clean out the diffuser after using them. But when I use the Muji oils, which are a little bit I think higher quality, completely clean, no discoloration on the diffuser. Um, and I think those are a little bit those are a little more expensive. But I would say also like when you're chopping for the actual um, essential oils, you'll put into the diffuser. Don't get the cheapest thing, or at least like look at reviews and hear what people are saying because a lot of times you are really getting what you pay for. Yeah, um, oh, that sounds like a, a lovely idea. I've always been interested in diffusers, but there's just so many different ones, especially with Instagram influencers who are yeah. trying to sell these different diffusers. And that's a whole other thing with oils. But if you can get high quality oils and a little tiny diffuser that can fill up a room, mm-hmm. I mean, it seems like that's the, the best option. I believe there's a Muji in the JFK airport. Oh, Terminal oh, 5. There's one in Santa Monica for sure. Yeah, I, I'll have to pick one up. That's a good Good pick. See, I, I'm wanting to buy. <laughs> so that, I feel like that one's more for like somebody you know better that's worth seventy dollars as a gift. But like, if you if you or maybe just gift yourself a diffuser for for the office or for mm-hmm. home. Um, it makes a big difference. It's it just does, nice yeah. when you have a welcoming and soothing environment that smells good. Mm-hmm. Just just it's not good when your house smells funky. <laughs> not cozy. Not cozy. So those are our gift ideas. All ten of them. Mm-hmm. In terms of the giveaway, listen up. So Jillian and I are giving some items away from the list. I will be giving away a copy of Me, You, A Diary by Don French and one of the Japanese cat mystery box toys. That'll come, those will come together. Can't beat it. <laughs> Which cat will you get? You'll have, to, you'll have to win to find I'm out. I'm actually jealous. I need to enter. <laughs> Jillian, what are you giving away? I'm going to be giving away the Meowing Tins S-H-I-T together cat <laughs> mug. <laughs> so if you love cats and mugs, and you can, some... fingers crossed you get that one in the drawing. Yeah. So here's how we're going to run this contest, okay? To win the item, you have to share on social media this episode. You have to give away the giveaways episode. All right, so spread the word. We're going to spread the generosity and cheer all around. Each time you share it on a social media platform, whether that's Twitter or Facebook or Instagram, we have to be on that platform and you have to tag us so we, that we know that you did that or else we'll never know you shared it. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep a running list. We'll keep a running list, but like, make sure that we're tagged in it or, so that we can see that you shared it. You'll be entered into the drawing. So as, since we're on those three platforms, you can enter up to three times if you share it on all three of those platforms. Um, and then what we're going to do is we're going to have Reese's and Snickers pick the winner, Jillian's cats. And this can, we'll, we'll, I won't ruin the surprise that we have a way to do that. Um, They're looking forward to it. <laughs> they'll probably just sit there looking at them, but we'll, <laughs> we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. To enter this contest, you have until Sunday, November 17th to share this episode on social media. And we'll announce the winners on our Thanksgiving episode, which comes out on Sunday, November 24th. Okay. And also we'll, we'll put reminders on social media. Mm -hmm. So it'll be very clear, but you have until now, which is the 10th until the 17th, a full week to share this episode that will enter you into the drawing that Reese's and Snickers will pick. And hopefully you'll be the recipient of one of our cozy gifts. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck. All right. So now it's time for soothing sounds. So I've been sitting on this soothing sound for a long time because we haven't done soothing sounds forever. In a very long time. And I'm really obsessed with this album. It is the album Sound and Fury by Sturgill Simpson. And this album came out, I think it came out in September, I want to say, or maybe early October. Pretty it's been fresh. a while. It's fresh, but not as fresh as it could be because we haven't talked about soothing sounds in a while. I really highly recommend this album. Sturgill Simpson won the Grammy for best country album or something like that. I think a while ago, I'm not, uh-huh, don't quote me on that, but <laughs> I think he did. And this, uh, this album kind of is so eclectic and he's always, he's a kind of artist that's always changing his sound up. So this sounds like nothing like his previous album. There is some country element to it, but it's really, there's a lot of disco. There's a lot of eighties synth and there's a lot of sleaze rock, like ZZ top type stuff going on here. It's just to me, a really eclectic, fun, high energy album and most of the songs are, to me, read like it's him processing his fame 
and, and figuring out, because he hates being famous. He hates meeting fans. And actually, Brett and I did like a meet and greet thing where he got our album signed. And he was just very, he was nice, but like kind of just sort of like, hello, bye. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm signing it. Like it was just, he's, he was down to earth, but like also just not, clearly not getting a lot out of like the fan experience. Mm-hmm. In, in line with that theme, I feel like this song is like the thesis of the album. It's called Make Art, Not Friends. And I just love that as a concept in general, which is like, to me, it's, it's, it's cozy. It's like, let's remove ourselves from all the anxieties of a social situation, mm-hmm. all those fakes out there. He's dealing with a lot of those people in Hollywood and in the music industry and just focus on art and the people that you really care about and not all the people who um, just try to glom on and join the bandwagon or try to distract you. Sounds cozy. Um, so if you ever need something to kind of jazz you up for saying, you know what, no, I'm not going to go to that party. I'm going to stay home and write. Or I'm going to stay stay back and paint or just kind of have a cozy night in. This song is kind of that anthem for you. It has a beautiful synth intro, which I'm not going to play because it's too long. And then it goes into more of like kind of a bouncy rock sound. With a, you, you can kind of hear like the kind of 80s influence and synthiness to it, which as you know, if you've been listening to this podcast, yeah. I like. So anyway, without further ado, here is Strigil Simpson's Make Art, Not Friends. So as you can hear, it's it's a it's a loud album. There's a lot of sounds going on. I really enjoyed the '80s influence. Yeah, though. that's he something. mixes just a lot of genres. Like there are a couple of songs on there that are just pure disco, but he does it in this grindy guitar way. It's a really fascinating listen. I recommend trying it. It's also a short film on Netflix. Like it's mm-hmm. a visual album. Um, he went Beyonce with it, but it's like anime. It's an animated short film. Well, I enjoy how his voice sounds far away mm-hmm. in, the, in the recording. Yeah, it's definitely instruments forward. Yeah. But I just like the sentiment of, I, I have enough friends. Stay home. Stay home. I'm going to make art. I'm just going to, I know who I know. Shut it down. Well, as, <laughs> the, as the kids say, I felt that. <laughs> Not going to play that game and holly weird. <laughs> All right, Jillian, what's your soothing sound? So my soothing sound is a, duet between Cocoon and uh, Lola Marsh. And I've really been into Lola Marsh lately, but they don't have many cozy sounds. They just released a new album and it's a duo. They're Israeli. They used to date, not anymore, but they're still doing their their music and soldiering on. And it's really beautiful, sweeping. <sighs> you know me, the I guess like I like those dramatic, those dramatic songs with a strong chorus and Lola Marsh really does that. So this is a departure, this duet. It's an upbeat, lighthearted, um, dreamy pop kind of sound, which I also really love. And I, I appreciate the sentiment of the songs about having someone's back, really getting someone. And there's nothing much more to say there. It's just, it's a lighthearted, happy, cozy tune. All right, so let's listen to Cocoon and Lola Marsh's I Got You. That's incredibly cozy. Yeah, it's very, it's just fairly beautiful and yeah. a nice sentiment, nice message. That's a contender for coziest song of the year, I think. <laughs> well, they all is that a new song too? It, yes, it's new. Well done, Jillian. No, I, I really we busted right out of two thousand seven today. <laughs> no, I, I really came <laughs> prepared for you with the song because I, like, I, w- I would have loved to done something with Lola Marsh. I like to pick songs that I'm uh, musicians that I'm into at the moment, but their stuff is pretty dark. <laughs> So when I saw this duet, and it, it truly was cozy and enjoyable, I've been playing it on repeat. It's just nice mm-hmm. to have in the background while oh, you're absolutely. Wor- working. And so it worked out. They released it in August 2019, and they love to have music videos where they're playing in the street. <laughs> <laughs> Those crazy so, kids. And so it's just a nice 
sun-drenched music video where they're out and is um so i think it's israel i think they're in tel aviv or something, or something. so it's really nice i'm putting i got you on my playlist you got Good it looking out julian <laughs> and All vice right. versa i'm yeah. gonna what's Sturgill simpson you said yeah <laughs> okay got it that's on my playlist unfortunately we are running out of time it's time to do our candle review Jillian, can you describe the candle that we are yes. sniffing on today? So back in the summer, I went to Spokane, Washington, and I found out that one of my friend's friends, who's a reporter like my friend, started her own candle company called Dandel's Candles. And That's this, really cute. And this, yeah, the scent is a Huckleberry Harvest, which is very popular, I learned, in that area or in Idaho, which Spokane is on the border of. So I didn't know Huckleberry was a... They're, they're wild for huckleberries over there. So <laughs> this is my first da- experience with huckleberries. And it's just a nice fruity scent. And the, we call it a votive? Yeah. is It's beautiful. It's this silver, how would you describe it? Um, oh, it's like an antique glass holder. It has sort of like that bronzing on a glass container. There's a term for that that I'm, I can't find right now, but it's really sparkly and pretty and kind of semi-translucent. It's, it's beautiful, and it was a gift. So thank you, Dana Haynes. She owns, owns the company. There's, she has 49 cents, all 100% homemade. She does it all from her house, hand pours it. Some of the popular scents are apple butter, plumberry spruce, orange chiffon cake. And for the holidays... She'll be doing new candles that have 130 plus hour burns. Wow. They're, they're they're really big. I looked on the website; they're huge. Um, so this was nice, just because it's it's regional candle huckleberry mm-hmm. scent. I love this smell. It's really subtle. It fills the room, but like in a soft way, mm-hmm. and like it, it has a nice like sweet berry scent. It's it's very pleasant. Yeah, but it's not that overwhelming. Oh no, it's not a Yankee candle melt your nose off situation yeah it's it's it and it really does smell like what it is yeah all natural scents so this is a great once again a cozy gift you want to go on to dandel candles website uh they're going to do a big holiday push that's going to be upcoming new scents and yeah i love this candle it smells like a a, a pie to me yeah, yeah. It, a lot of the popular scents are pie based it seems so <laughs> apple butter and what have you so thank you Dana and Daniel's candles for his lovely uh, gift. Yeah, I'm one wick up. One wick up for two me. wicks up. Yeah, yeah two wicks. <laughs> two wicks up for Daniel's candles. That's yeah. such. I really can't stop saying that. It's super cute. Very cute. So before we wrap up, really quickly, I want to let everyone know about the an event coming up where I will be, and most importantly, where a bunch of cozy authors will be. So I'm really excited about this event. What I'm referring to is Kensington's Cozy Club, Cozy Con kind of thing happening. It's like a cozy convention. It's a weekend celebration of all things cozy mystery. And there are two places. um, It's happening in Southern California in November. So I'll be at the Redondo Beach Public Library Mm -hmm. event. That's on Saturday, November 16th from noon to 4 p.m. It's kind of like Cozy Mystery Author Speed Dating. There's going to be a lot of authors there. And then they're going to have another event on Sunday, November 17th, if you're a little further south, in San Diego. Yeah. At the Scripps uh, Miramar Ranch Library. So if you're in Southern California, let me know that you're coming. So I'll be at the Redondo Beach um, event again on Saturday, November 16th. But I'm super excited to meet all these authors. We have so many amazing... Kensington authors, including some people who have joined us on the yeah. show. So I'm really excited to meet uh, Kristen Brecker in person. She'll be there. We interviewed her. Lee Hollis, who I've never met, but does the anthologies with Barbara Ross and Leslie Meyer I love. So super excited to meet that duo. Linda O. Johnston, um, one of our Cozy Mystery author interviews will be there. Ellen Byron, and, and so many more. There's like just a, a ton more authors who will be at this event. And I'm excited to see them. And I'm excited to see yeah. you. So let me know if you're also going to be having a little cozy mystery celebration with us on in Redondo Beach on Saturday, November 16th at the Redondo Beach Library. We'll be sharing the links to where you can buy the cozy gifts and pictures and all that stuff and prices. Make a full-on list. Where yes, you can, on our social media pages. Yeah, so. where you can... Yeah, do a roundup because I know that it's hard to yeah, keep track. Yeah, it's hard to... We'll, we'll post it. So follow us on at All Things Cozy Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. We're also on Twitter um, individually. 
And also, if you're entering the contest, please tag our individual Twitter accounts, at least one of us, yeah. so that we know that you're sharing it on Twitter to enter the contest. Just a heads up. That does it for our cozy gift ideas episode. We hope you feel inspired. Maybe, hopefully, shopping feels a little easier now. Coming yeah, up. it's a lot more manageable when you have a list. To Get it done early, so you're not worrying about it. It's, yeah, it makes I'm the holidays so much minute. more enjoyable because <laughs> that last minute shopping is stressful. Not cozy. No, <laughs> I've been there one too many times. But hope I see you all at the Cozy Club Kensington Publishing event on November 16th. But I'll definitely be in your ears again on Sunday the 24th for a Thanksgiving episode. And until then, stay, stay cozy. cozy.